In episode three from last year, I talked about going to Italy with my daughter. She had just graduated high school, and we were able to find a super host in Rome, Italy, where we stayed for about four days. The super host basically meant that we were picked up at the airport, even though we arrived super late. We had a private Mercedes-Benz limo take us to this amazing $80 to $85 a night Airbnb that was super close to the best gelato I've ever had. Had air conditioning with remotes in each room, had free access to a laptop, washing machine, dishwasher, yeah, dishwasher, all all the stuff you could possibly imagine. It was they even had a he had a the gentleman that owned it had a big bowl of fruit for us when we arrived. It was amazing. Uh, we ended up going to we stayed there in Rome. We went to the Vatican, had a blast there. We went down to Pompeii and just absolutely absorbed the history. But what was so surprising, amazing, relaxing, peaceful was a trip up to Florence. We did. Uh, we took the train down to Pompeii. We took the train to Florence. We got to be very accustomed to riding these uh, fast trains, much faster than here in the U.S., and it was pretty easy to use. But what we found is when we went to Florence, that that is the seat, the, the fountain, of, if you will, of the Renaissance. Uh, if you remember from history class, the Medici family, uh, if I'm saying it properly, they had a ton of money, a lot of influence, and they gave money to some of the most amazing artists and, uh, well, any of the Renaissance gurus, like your Michelangelo. Um, he was, because of that Medici family that had influence for decades and the money they had, they were able to sponsor him and many others. Um, you might be familiar with Brunelleschi. He did the Duomo. Uh, Michelangelo, of course, made the, the David, his, his masterpiece, his creation. So in this city, you think, oh, it's just a little city. It's in the Tuscan Hills. But what you come to find out is it's so rich in history from 600 years ago. And some of the things that have come there from there have influenced the world. Note of caution, uh, and, and I was told this before I went, but I saw it when I was there. There's two ways that you could uh, get in trouble there safety-wise. There's a lot of pickpockets. I almost had my watch stolen when I was in Florence on the way to a pizza place. And then also there's a lot of uh, people where they'll put a, a bracelet on you or a necklace or some kind of a trinket and then tell you you owe them money. Similarly, you see that in certain parts of New York City where they'll wash your windows and then tell you you owe money. But this little trick, they're, they're giving you something and then saying, oh, now you need to pay me. And you're going, wait, I didn't want that. And you feel guilty. And so it's kind of, a, it's kind of a, an organized way of pickpocketing you, if you will. So be careful of your safety there. But that's the downside of the Florence. The upside is this. If you've ever seen pictures of the Duomo, uh, a cathedral that's the dome is made out of all these bricks, just amazing in pictures. But when you're up close and you see it, it's overwhelming. There's actually a tower next to it that I think is equally impressive, uh, just to the, I think it's to the south of it, this massive tower. But this cathedral, this dome made of bricks is just a marvel. It's lasted hundreds of years and is a, a masterpiece of, if you're into technology, architecture, science, um, history, art, renaissance, this is the epitome of it. And of course, just seeing that is awesome in and of itself. But what if you had an opportunity to see the David statue? 
this I, I can't tire of talking about it. First of all, it's stone that marble that was left outside for nearly two decades, and then yet was made into a masterpiece that many of us think is without flaws. But the first flaw is that it was left out for two decades and still was used to this master to be a masterpiece. You'll notice that the toe, uh, one of the toes, has been smashed and then had to be reconstructed because of a, a vandal that uh, before he was caught. Um, he he was able to smash part of that uh, of the toe. He, he, there's also some other flaws, if you will, of this masterpiece. Um, but the symbolism—it's uh, both political symbolism as well as kind of a well symbolism of of basically Florence telling the Roman citizens, "Hey, Florence is even better than Rome. I'm turning my back on you." Um, but there's also some great symbolism with the the power and the strength of with it's basically a moving uh, David is the statue is moving because of the way that it's that it's it's very dynamic in the way that it's made it's almost like you're watching a movie even though it's just a statue so a lot of really cool things there there's a uh, the Uffizi if I'm saying that correctly is a building there where Lots of money was paid to individuals, kind of like a professional center, if you will. And it's really cool to go in and see. That's where the Medici, if I understand it correctly, operated their empire. And so there's a lot of history behind that one. And we took a tour of that. We went and saw the David. When we saw the David, the museum there, we thought we were just going to see only the David, which is like, I mean, it's like going to the Vatican saying you only got to see where the Pope lives. That's cool. But what we didn't know is when we went to go see the David, we had also see maybe a half a dozen of pianos that were hundreds of years old. These masterpieces or violins that were classics. And that, I mean, these amazing violins and, and we're, and this is just another part of the museum. We didn't know that we'd see other masterpieces there. So be prepared that it's not just a five minute go in and go out. You're going to have an opportunity for maybe an hour or two to see some of the coolest things on the planet. Just keep in mind that Italy, it's all about beauty. It's all about art. And because of that, you're seeing the Mecca, the birthplace of things like piano, opera, the violin, and of course, if you're into vehicles, the Ferrari, the Lamborghini, the Bugatti, some pretty cool things that way. This, uh, if you're looking for peace and just to see some really cool things, this is the place to go. Florence is, it's very, very peaceful. It's not rushed. You can, um, t- to avoid spending a lot of money, I wouldn't go to a lot of the local restaurants there. We did do a couple of them, but they're really pricey, really crowded. It's best, as in most places, to find a supermarket, grab some food, and experience what the locals feel instead of just going to high-priced restaurants. I hope you get a chance to go to Florence, Italy really, really soon. Good luck. <laughs>